coming up, we're discussing E.T. Adventure at Universal Studios Florida. Live from the Bob Varley Studio, this is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 74 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. (laughs) I am your host, Craig Williams. The flat Craig Williams. The flat? A flat Craig Williams. No, I'm I'm very round, actually. <laughs> not in your voice, you're not. Oh, I'm I'm showing a flat affect right now in yes, my voice. Okay, yes. fantastic. Um, I am your host, Craig Williams. Is that a little better? <laughs> That's better. That's okay, let's better. go with that one. Today, I'm joined with uh, Jenny Lynn Knopp. Hey guys. And then back on the controls, not causing trouble, just Apple. Going out on the record right now, we do no we no longer support Apple products of any kind. Yeah. I don't want any hard time given. Yes. <laughs> no hard time given. Apple sucks. Rhino Clavin. Hey. What's up? <laughs> What's up? Weird. Nothing. It's Nothing good. much. Yeah, everything's good. I'm good. We're all good. We're great. Yeah, we're perfect. So I think we're gonna have a not a fun episode, uh, to what? say the least. Uh, but we are going to have the most complete episode that we've had in a, in a little bit. Thank you, JL, for finally being able to join us after oh, yes. two weeks of uh, Sorry absence. Sorry about that, guys. You know, sick kids and other things. You know, whatever mistakes Life you've made in the past two, two Thursdays. <laughs> no, not even two weeks. Just the Thursdays itself. We're going to forget about them, put all that behind us, because, you know, we're talking E.T. adventure. Yeah, not much else can take up your mind when yeah. you're talking E.T. I know. It's your favorite attraction. I love it. By a mile. Pizza. But I shouldn't be... Uh... P- pizza's pizza? the other thing that can take up my mind. Oh. No. So it's pizza and, and E.T.? E.T.? Yeah, bro. Not Reese PCs. Well, because okay. he steps on the pizza at the beginning. Uh, I need to... A... See how that all ties together? Yeah. Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> so I, I'm not cutting to me because I'm trying to fix something, too. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okie dokie. Uh, yeah, but before we get to E.T. Adventure, of course, uh, we do have just a little bit of things to go over. Nothing, like, super pressing, extremely important, uh, but but It's stuff... a little bit pressing on your wallet. Well, before we even get there. Um, Look at me jumping ahead. Before, yeah, you're, you're jumping just Sorry, lightly I'm just, you know, ahead. I'm so excited. My first week back in a while. But I will, I'm going to sit back and let you run the show. Actually, you know what? No, I changed my mind right like that because I think we can, we can have a little fun with this. Okay, so uh, I'll talk about it now. Okay. Universal Orlando yesterday raised their ticket prices. Yikes. It's a lot of yeah. money. It is. Do you it's, remember what the prices are from the Daily Fix today? I do. So for a one-day, one-park ticket, it's now $105, people. And if you want the two-park ticket, which we always recommend, because then you get to go on Hogwarts, 
Hogwarts Express, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be paying an extra $50 for that, $155 for a one-day park-to-park ticket. Yeah. It went up $50? From, you know, 100 and, No, the difference between one park and two parks in a single day. He's, he's destroying the nook back there. I know he is destroying the nook. Uh, producer Rhino, whatever's yeah. going on, that's just... Settled in. We're here. We're let's just chill out. Let's not worry about it. Uh, Hi. For uh, we don't want to distract anyone who's listening out there by your, hearing your mom's our not going to have nonsense. Your mom's going to be mad about the lower thirds again this week. Oh, I, I think that'll be okay. We'll be fine with that. Um, Sorry, Chris. If, if people don't know who we are by this point, and they need to be able to read on the screen who we are, then I guess we're not really doing our jobs. Um, unless this is the first episode that you're ever watching or listening to, and then congratulations, we're and, us. And if Welcome that's the to case, this train wreck. <laughs> and if that is the case, we'll just reiterate: Craig Williams, Jenny Lenop, and Rhino. Rhino Clavin in the back nook there. There, see, that took care of it. Fantastic. So yeah, the the ticket prices raised uh, all across the board except for annual passes. So for anyone out there who uh, was on the fence about buying an annual pass. Luckily, it didn't go up, so uh, you can still continue to be on the fence about it. Um, But yeah, everything went up, whether it's single park admission tickets for anywhere between uh, one day and four days or the park-to-park just as well, too. Uh, The Orlando Flex ticket, because of it, also went up. Uh, And the Flex Ticket Plus, for those of you who don't know what those tickets are, that's whenever they also add in SeaWorld, um, Wet n' Wild, and then the Flex... Well, that's the plus. Uh-huh. So that that one um, throws in Bush Garden. So all of those uh, just went up, not completely, not not completely too much. I would like, say like eight dollars or something, right? Well, I mean, yeah, the, it went from the one hundred five up from one hundred two for the one day one park pass, uh, and then like JL said, one fifty five. Up from 147, so that one was up eight bucks. So overall, no, not it's not up that much. Um, but at the same time, Universal is, has so much on the horizon that for the little bit of extra money, is it? Well, you no, know, th- is it wrong to like say, oh, you know, I I can't throw a little extra money their way because they're actually doing good on bringing apart bringing together new experiences despite uh the despite raising costs. Well, I'm just like surprised that. they've they've raised it twice in like 6 months. Cuz it wasn't the last time in August. No, the last time was in February of last year. It was fi- No, cuz when I renewed my annual pass, annual they- passes are oh. different. But the, the but the park ticket itself didn't go up when they yeah. upped the annual pass. The park ticket went up last year in February, and then the annual passes go up around August. Oh, good. If know. they increase, okay. So yeah, I mean, obviously, this doesn't really affect us no. uh, as we're all annual pass holders. Um, but for anyone out there who isn't an annual pass holder and they're coming on vacation and uh, this does affect you, please go on our Facebook and uh, leave us any feedback. If this is uh, upsetting you that they raise their prices or as always, you can send us uh, an email uopodcast at disunplug.com. You know, we're on all the social media, you know where to find us. If you still don't know where to find us, then you're not looking hard enough. And uh, but yeah, definitely go out and leave us comments on how you think uh, this will affect your vacation planning, if at all. I doubt it will. 
Well, the people it hits the hardest are the, the bigger families, you know, because all of that does add up when you've got two, three, sometimes four kids. Yeah, I completely agree. And a lot uh, of money for a park visit. However, the one thing to remember, too, is it did just go up, but Universal is still offering for a limited time there, buy a two-day park ticket, get a third day free. Good point. So, you know, despite the prices going up, they're still finding ways to help you save. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, it's select travel dates that you can use those tickets. It's not for buy it now and it'll work forever, but uh, it's it's still a good deal that can be had. So, uh, it, it's sad to see prices go up, but I, I think we're all going to make it through this one without any problems. I would agree. Maybe. I mean. People don't seem to be blinking too much when they raise the ticket prices yet. I don't blink anymore. <laughs> Your eyes just get dried. It's yeah, I dried just dried out. Put a little, put a little uh, what's visine in it. <laughs> that helps. I'm trying to see how long I can do it for. It's starting to hurt. Yeah, I'm not oh. gonna blink. Oh, don't do <laughs> it. Course, and then I almost <laughs> swore. <laughs> not gonna blink for the rest of the show. I'm doing pretty good right now. <laughs> uh, okay stop it's a nice change so <laughs> the reason why i wanted to talk about well i wanted to talk about the other thing first but instead i talked about ticket prices uh on our facebook page keith chandler wrote to us said i received an interesting email survey from universal asking about my experience with disney's magic bands he really? thinks obviously they're thinking of implementing a similar system what do you guys think yeah. um this is a tough one. He thinks that Universal is going to be doing a magic band thing? Uh, well, just because they were asking about that. I mean, obviously, whenever anyone sends out surveys like that, it's all stuff that they're, they're considering feedback on to try to come up with a plan for the future. Uh, how do we feel about Universal implementing some, not FastPass Plus, okay. implementing some sort of magic band technology or RFID technology in terms of uh, with their their passes and everything else. I would be on board with that as long as it doesn't go to a FastPass Plus type system. I like the convenience of my Magic Band, you know, with purchases and getting through turnstiles and, and the other things that it does, access to the room. I love all of that. I do not like FastPass Plus. I think it's made the lines longer at Disney. Um, I mean, obviously, especially for standby. I just don't feel like it hasn't made my experience at Disney better, and I would really hate to see that part of it come into Universal. Yeah, well, uh, I don't think that- they'll they'll do that because they already profit on fast passes. So, like, to to it would be no point to implementing that system because then they'd lose the profit that they're already making on fast passes because they'd have to make it available. Well, I I think I've talked about it before on this show and universal before Disney came up with fast pass plus universal was already running a form of express where you literally, you got it. It was called a U bot and, um, it's just a little small electronic kind of, uh, Battery controlled controller, battery controlled controller. You don't wow. say that six times fast. You don't say. And uh, part of this was you would, it's express, so it worked the exact same as express. You get each ride once. However, you would use your U bot 
and you would plan your times ahead of when you wanted to go, and then you would show up. Whoever was working at the Express would also have the U-Bot, and then you kind of pair it together, and it would say whether or not it was time for them to use their Express. Hmm. However, this system completely sucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like hard. And I, I can't speak of it as a guest using it. I didn't. I can talk about whenever I was working there and had to use this system, and it was awful. Most of the time, the things didn't work, and it would ended up just being like here go go anyways just get on the attraction uh you know you you paid the money to get this so obviously i'm not going to hold you back <laughs> doing it um but yeah the it was just awful and um i i think that kind of predicted how you know even though some people find fast pass plus to be useful i think that's how it showed at universal that fast pass plus in the planning your times just doesn't really work not and yeah part of it was because of their technology the technology that they had mm-hmm. but i think more of it was the fact that it just it's it's inconvenient especially at, at a universal park if you just get express I mean, if, as long as you don't go and wait in the express lines, as you can clearly tell, are all the way backed up mm-hmm. to the express entrance, you, you're going to make out like a bandit mm-hmm. getting on their attractions. That's what I like about the sim- – I like the simplicity of it. I know that it costs more money. That part stinks. But I really like the simplicity of having an express pass and you just get in the line. Oh, it, it's so perfect. Um, I know the last time we stayed on property – Rhino, I believe it was Rhino. It might have been you. I'm thinking it was Rhino, though. He was very perturbed by how perturbed? many... Perturbed? Perturbed? Perturbed. Sorry. Perturbed. <laughs> perturbed. Sometimes I need to listen that to myself the, speak. That is the, the new hashtag of the day. Perturbed. Yes. Yes. Use it in a sentence. Rhino was disappointed by how many things he had to manage on his self at one any one given time. I, I think know. it was you. I don't know what you're talking about. You were upset about, I mean, this would have been all the way back to whenever we did Land and Sea. That was, uh, yeah, was so it you? I think you were so, talking about me when we covered Harry Potter, the Harry Potter celebration, because we also had the vacation package and we were using the food plan. Yeah, with that, a, well, that ma- was a bajillion cards. And then I think Rhino restated that as well, too, then whenever we did our Land and Sea in May. And I'm, I'm at the same point, too. You just you're carrying too much because you have to carry your park admission or your annual pass. Mm-hmm. Then you have to carry your room key. Oh, if you're I, I, on I remember site. what you're talking then about. Then you yeah. also have to have your express pass. Yeah, mm-hmm. on you. So all three things right there that you have to constantly maintain. And if you're maintain. on the food plan, and that's, if you're on the food, why they just sell you those uh, those uh, the lanyards. Lanyards are actually like a good deal there because you need to ha- fill them with all your stuff. But I'll even, I'll even fight that one step forward. So like my sister, uh, also maybe it was my sister who was talking about it too. Whenever we were going to horror nights all the time, because we like to minimize what we're taking in right. with us sure. because of the metal detectors and all that. Right. So then we want to stick like our IDs in there. So we have it to buy drinks. Uh, but then all of a sudden you're trying to pack 18 things into the little Pouch, lanyard yep. pouch and it's just really inconvenient and all of a sudden it's way too much. I I don't like magic bands. Um, no, I don't either. Not much. not because of the convenience or anything like that. I just don't like the way they feel. I'm still struggling getting used to an Apple Watch. I don't like You don't like things on your wrist. I don't like things on my wrist. I don't like 
that constriction. I don't like whenever it starts rubbing, whenever I sweat. And I sweat a lot. I'm a very sweaty. I'm a sweaty is, in my appendages. This is TMI right now. No, it's it's not. We it's important. I think. I don't think the world wants to know how much you sweat. I think the general population of America is extremely sweaty. Yes. Uh, okay. Especially in that. Central Florida, they're sweaty. Yeah, it Florida. happens. Uh, happens to the best of us. Cold bomb baby you know, powder's number one selling if, location. <laughs> but for so, yeah, I would like to see them maybe go into a key to the world card style where it can do everything on once, kind of like old school Disney before they completely switched over to Magic Bands, and you could still get your key to the world card that did your fast pass plus um, your park admission plus get you into the room. I would love if Universal would go to that. But but that's not the that's not the RFID technology, so you miss out no, on some of... No, RFID chips get put in those cards, too. Aha, uh-huh, I didn't that's know that. That's why our annual passes yeah. were using FastPass yeah. Plus on them. It's just a different way of holding it. I did not know that. Yeah, it's... Because I've never used my pass. The whole thing I've always was, used my magic band. Yeah, the whole thing with Disney was also the, you know, you have it on your wrist, you have everything right there, you have your chip there, but then they can also get you, and are you more likely to spend money if you can literally just go and put your wrist right up to something? See, the truth is I am. Instead of taking your taking the time to look for your money or look for the right card, you don't mm-hmm. need to, you just got it right <clears throat> on your wrist. Bada bing, bada boom. Well, the only my, my biggest issue with stuff like magic pans is that um, is that they don't they don't actually function the way that would make it um, the most uh, beneficial. Like if I could store my credit card information in there and use it like I do a Target debit card or something like that. You know what I mean? Like if I'm an annual pass holder, I still have to bring my annual pass because if something happens to the magic band, they're like, "Where's the annual pass?" and and I still have to bring my credit card because it doesn't store your credit card information. So it's it's just a pointless extremity. Yeah. The it, credit card thing is bothersome for an annual pass holder. It but, works out for the people staying on property. Yeah, it's great for them. But yeah, for the annual yeah, pass but holder. Even then I I would rather just I would never want to attach it because then one day when Disney does get hacked and all of these credit cards well, especially because if your information is on an RFID chip and people are doing that thing where you can just tap the thing and it steals your information, you could just walk through Epcot and but they, be just they zapping everybody. That it's it's all not connected. However, hackers will always find a way to get what they want. <laughs> yeah, um, I know they can just steal the credit card by carrying that around too. I could get pickpocketed and it's gone just like that as well too. But you know, digital technology—I don't need it to be attached to it. It's just a waste of money, and the fact that people go out and spend so much money on buying this crap when it is comes just to mind blowing. Well, when it comes to Universal, the only thing I'd like is that since I have, and I think you both have the same pass, the premiere, like the top pass, is still a paper ticket. Like, how much is it for that pass? And they just give you a piece of paper that gets ruined or whatever. Like, I wish it, they would it invest back in tired. their plastic, uh, back in the plastic. Um, I believe they said they were going to. At least for like that pass yeah. or something. I don't. I know. I can't remember. I thought I heard a while back that they said that they were going to go back to giving pass holders uh, plastic cards. I believe that would be nice. 
So not not like day tickets or anything like that. That would still be no. But an annual pass but, holder yeah. should have something more permanent because the idea is I'm going to have it with. I keep it in my wallet at all times. I never know, and that's that's what they should want is that people should want to like just be able to come whenever. And it, if you lose that card, good good God, if there is a line at guest services, you are waiting forever. Yeah, just like forget it. I don't want to come anymore. It's like, and then you have to bounce around. It's like, oh, maybe I'll go to the uh, the one in City Walk. Nope, there's 800 people there asking where Starbucks is. Yeah, right beside. Yeah, it's right beside there. Then you need to go to Islands of Adventure. It's all the way backed out to Universal. You go to Universal. It's all the way backed out to Islands. I I just don't. I don't necessarily. I don't know. Is that so? That's a rumor. I don't see a lot of credibility because I thought. Now, no other Disney parks are implementing Magic Bands either. So Shanghai doesn't have them and won't get them either because I had heard something happened with one of their technology things that they had designed Magic Bands for and it hasn't been functioning, so they can't do it anymore. But that Disney World will ever only be the only park to have it. So now, and they lost, not lost, but they invested so much money in creating this system that I can't imagine that Universal is going to invest that amount of money. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe they have huge profits on the bands because people just love to buy collectible I, stuff. They, they really just need to come up with a new plastic card that does everything. Like the RFID chips. With, it doesn't even have to have an RFID chip in it. All it has to do is have a barcode on, then you could still scan your express you could do if it had the rfid it could open your it could open your door they just need to come up with something that's all-encompassing like that mm-hmm. and yeah. hopefully soon hopefully it's 2016 come on people i know <laughs> In 11 years it's going to be 1984 what yeah <laughs> think about that 2027 is 1984 never mind um so, are we ready to talk E.T. now after talking all of that? Yes. Fantastic. I love E.T. I can't wait. I know. So, I'm going to go ahead and preface with everyone uh, before we get started on this. Uh, typically, if we are able to take photos or videos um, on an attraction, we'll incorporate that into uh, these, obviously, Hall of Fame moments. With E.T., it's a really it's tough because... This is actually one of the few attractions that you are allowed to take all your bags on mm-hmm. at Universal without putting them in a locker. However, as soon as you pull out your camera, they automatically yell at you, no photos, no video. Um, and like even in the weirdest places, the last time we went through this, uh, I think we were just in the first pre-show area. Whenever a guy started doing it right away about no videos, like, and I totally didn't even understand that. Because I'm taking a video of a crappy video that Steven Spielberg made. <laughs> oh, yeah. How long ago? In the 1990s. 25 years ago. <laughs> and, you know, it's I'm not trying to get out there on the bootleg market. <laughs> get, get my VHS out of the E.T. pre-show video. But that being said, yes, because they do ask you not to do it. We respect their roles. And... Do not have any Rules. video to go along with this. Rules. 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 Beads? Beads? Bees. <laughs> Three weeks in a row. <laughs> I told, I, pro- I did make a promise to someone I was going to try to get that in there as much as I could this year. Three weeks in a row. Also, the quote was from Almost Famous. Oh. Uh, so, E.T. E. Adventure. The 
one of only two even yes <laughs> one of only two attractions that is still standing since opening day the good old days um what's the other one the universal um makeup horror, horror show. makeup show oh horror makeup show yeah, that one. Universal horror makeup. <laughs> horror makeup. Bring show. your daughters, everyone. Bring your daughters to the horror makeup show. <laughs> You've seen oh a Disney my. princess, now see a universal horror show. <laughs> horror show. <laughs> um, this is going to the bad place. Yeah, it already. is. So <laughs> don't go down that street, kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we have our original piece of Universal there still standing, still, still. Giving us all the feels. Let's actually talk about it a little bit in depth. This is Steven Spielberg's love child of mixing an attraction and and uh, one of his movies together. Yeah. Uh, from what I've read, and I might be wrong on this, so if there are any universal historians out there um, that could correct me on this, I believe oh, it's, it's one of the only things that actually did work properly. Um, whenever it was, whenever the park was being opened, obviously Jaws was delayed until. It was it, a long I time. still don't think it's open. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Zinga. Oh, why did I do that? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> King Kong had problems whenever it was first getting started. As far as I know, ET Adventure pretty much worked right away, and it's still kicking. Uh, yeah, and I think uh, one of. One of the friends at the yeah, one of our friends from the Dis Unplugged, Richard Bunt, actually worked at ET Adventure oh, wow. way, 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 way back in the day. So he's talked a little bit uh, with me about it in the past. Oh, that's cool. So I'll have to ask him that information. Should have did that before we did. I wonder this, if he has any like right. fun fun ride memorabilia or something that. Yeah, I believe he do. stole the original ET. That yeah. was that just was keeps it on his lawn in there. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> oh, I just love him so much. Yeah, so <laughs> love child. E. Steven Spielberg, uh, obviously one of the reasons why Universal is still around to this day. I mean, he was the proponent of getting the park made. Steven Spielberg and Universal just a great combination. I believe they're the they're back together again in real yeah. life too because DreamWorks now had just signed the contract with Universal to distribute their films. Exactly. So it's all it's all coming full circle in that way and it's a beautiful thing to say the least and ET Adventure is a beautiful thing. So what is ET Adventure though? It is a slow moving suspended dark ride that is sort of a sequel to the movie ET. For those of you out there who couldn't connect the dots on that one. If you haven't seen the movie, who hurt you? Go out, watch it right now, put us on pause, come on back. Yeah. We'll wait. We gonna... No, we won't, but that's no. okay. <laughs> we'll, wait, we'll wait two hours and ten minutes. I think it's a little shorter than that, actually. But Yeah, and go. And go? Okay, we're back on. <laughs> okay, so. Sorry, this is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Mine, too. Yeah. One of my favorite I'm serious. soundtracks. It's in like, yeah, it, I I can't not. So not to take away from the 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 area of where you're going with how you're laying the ride out, but the ride does play the the themes from the movie, mm-hmm. like when you're entering and exiting, and the that one violin swell, uh, just oh god, it gets me every time, mm-hmm. and every time I just get the. Like, start. To cry. I like, have never. So I mean, I've watched this movie so many times that I 
don't know how many times I watched it. I've never watched it a single time without crying. I will cry every single stinking time. E.T. I just, he's the <laughs> best. Just, sorry, I just cut to your face. <laughs> Did I have a little bit of RBF going you on? You were doing like... <laughs> like, it wasn't it wasn't that it was more like I, I don't know how to describe it anyway yeah there it okay is. <laughs> I mean that's kind of one of the E.T. faces as he looks up <laughs> oh oh uh, suspended dark ride <laughs> that was so four minutes ago uh, it's a suspended slow moving dark ride that's the official sequel to et and by sequel uh, steven spielberg i think even couldn't mean this in the most loosest terms i would say maybe a continuation because it starts with oh, the movie yeah but i was like <laughs> no but i mean like familiar with the definition <laughs> okay hold on <laughs> Back it up, back I, it up. I know what she's saying, though. The no. mo- the ride starts with the movie, but it ends with what you are terming a sequel. No, you're, it's not technically the movie where you start in the ride. It, it seems like it is because it is like they're being chased, but it's uh, it's them again. Like, E.T. has returned. It's like he already came back home. Have I misunderstood this ride the whole time? Yeah, because Botanicus is like, you've got to come back again, like... We're bringing E.T. back and you need to come with him again. OMG. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would just be way too convenient if it so happened that E.T. was lost back at home and then all of a sudden their planet started dying and they were like, oh, snap, we got to get back there and get you. But how did they? I mean, this whole time I thought that they were, that was them calling him back home for the first time because that's what was going on. No, they could, they didn't call him back. They can't, remember, he could only call them. It was a one way phone. I thought that he, Never mind. I've apparently just been really lost and confused this whole time, so I have some learning to do. Go ahead, Craig. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking it up because... Okay, so here's, here's, my, under, here's my understanding of how it is. E.T. is on Earth. Again, they don't necessarily specify how he got there, so I understand where that thought has come from. However, he's, it's not, we're not Elliot. We're not... We're not Gertie. We're not any of them. We're we're just a group of friends that he's made this time. And now while he's here this time, like I'm assuming he's here, he was here visiting Elliot or something. We have to go back with him because his teacher has said, like, you've got to come back. The planet started dying when you left. And but then the like the the government has found out that E.T. is here. So they're after him again. So that's why that whole chase scene seems very familiar. But. There's not really a, there isn't an actual chase scene in the movie, in the woods. It's in the streets. And then it's the one guy shows up in the woods with the keys later. Like, the men are in the woods in the beginning of the movie, but right. they don't, like, chase them on bikes through the woods. So in the in the ride, you're going through the woods, whereas in the movie, they were through the streets. So it's, like, very I've similar. I've blown away. I missed this the whole time, and now I don't think I like the ride as much. Oh, no. but it is, But it is like what you said. It's like a sequel. Like, it's a... It's a, it's kind of a, I see what you're saying. It's like a, where did he go when he left? Right. I thought it was a continuation. Yeah, but he didn't leave because in the movie, he doesn't leave because he's called back. He, he le- Like he's a child he, and his mother yeah, comes back for him. To, yeah. Because yeah. that, that, that's the whole like, it's sad because he's, oh God, I can't believe I'm going to get I've real sad. I missed it the whole time. 
Fun fact about that movie while Craig's looking up the story is that um, it was loosely shot in chronological order so that the kids and everybody could have the actual reaction at the end of the movie was the same so that he wanted to have the like they progressed the reaction. with the filming yeah. of it and if you've never seen this kid um i can't remember the actor who plays elliot but if you've never seen his audition video you should watch it on youtube because steven spielberg like gives him the job on the spot and the kid's like making up lines and it is insane <laughs> it is like it's really good but it's like it's it's crazy i don't know what'd you come up with? i can't well i didn't I was always under the stand, the understanding that what you and I considered the ride to be, that was the official. So I didn't really look for confirmation on that. I looked for confirmation on what JL was saying. I couldn't find anyone else try to back up JL's side. I, I know. I apparently so, I just had it wrong this whole time. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to dismiss it if someone else had tried to put those ideas out there. I couldn't find anything. So I'm going with Rhino and I understanding the official canon of the. Of the ride. The adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. That's what this wow. ride does to you. It gets in your head, man. Gets in your head. All up in there. Up in your Reese's pieces. That's not. <laughs> that's, that's a Rhino original. Downtown. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Downtown Hollywood. Downtown Hollywood. Can you can you move on? Are we still on suspended slow moving dark? Ride? We are <laughs> more like sus. You're gonna have to read sus- and tell this whole what's thing. What's the susp- It's not suspended, but what's it when you wait for something? It's uh, anticipation. Damn, I was gonna try and make a joke. It's terrible. I've lost it forever. So you're on this suspended ride in the dark. <laughs> you're what happens? Botanicus. Mm-hmm. Who's that? He is E.T.'s teacher slash mentor. Oh, yeah. And he is he wants E.T. to come back to the green planet because it's dying. Mm. And so E.T. needs to go back to help save everyone on the green planet. And so that's that's the story. Again, we don't understand why E.T. came back to Earth. No. We, we don't know. But we know why he's got to go back because he's got the magic touch. He, he has the magic touch. Uh, it sure does. It sure does. Healthy. And <laughs> <laughs> tell me about your childhood with ET, Craig. <laughs> and that's ET adventure. Push for through. You. Push through. <laughs> Man. So he's got his magic touch with his magic little finger, and he's got to go back to the Ouch. planet and put that put put the magic <laughs> finger to the to the to its business. And wow, this my is freaking not, mind. This is not. It's it sounds really turn Rhino's mic off when you're like this turn is the off. ride though. I'm not even lying. This is the ride. <laughs> Anybody who I didn't write it. This, this episode it has is. been destroyed for me. By the way, <laughs> so Et is in Kid Zone. Oh, great, Craig. Yeah. Speaking of, you just take a right after the horror makeup show to get to the kid zone. And I, for anyone who doesn't know that's true, that is actually literally true. So it's like, you, it's like whenever you get a case of the giggles and you can't just break it. And I know no one else is probably. No, it happened to me in junior year when Steve Perkins farted during our, okay, our chemistry please, final. Please turn his microphone off. 
Don't, just no more worst. talking. You're not allowed to speak anymore. I'm sure oh. we're the only ones who find any of this funny, but it's... So, uh, this is probably this one person that's like, a suspended dark ride and what happens? I don't know. <laughs> well, let's start at the beginning. You enter from Kid Zone yeah. and the first thing you go through is... <laughs> the, you're looking for the alien with the magic finger. Oh! Woo! Okay. You get in the line, folks, and there's a pre-show where Steven Spielberg explains to you what I've missed all along, and that is that E.T. has to get back to... Uh, no, I understood that part, that he has to get back to his plan. Are you crying? Yeah, I'm crying. Well, the first, the first part is, like, the, what's, what, I, what I enjoy is, like, they, they're playing, like, special features from, like, the Blu-ray anniversary edition while you wait to go into, the, like, the yep. pre-show. And then, then, yeah, the pre-show where Steven comes out and explains the story, and E.T.'s there, he's, Steven... And then it's this weird split screen of the original video on the left and the reshot Steven Spielberg footage on the right. And you can tell because one's a little blurry and one is not. And so, and then you get your passport, your yes, yeah, you know, passport to travel. Steven Spielberg explains that you do need a passport card mm-hmm. in order to, to make your journey with E.T. And so after the pre-show lets out. Then you do one of my favorite things in the attraction, and that's walking through the queue. Well, no, but no, you, you gotta, do that, you, you have to get go your up to the computer system to get your I passport that card. That's why you already said that. No, but now we need to explain Steven. the whole point. We, no, we're not going to give away the spoilers for people who haven't done it, but okay. we need to explain the whole. You so do have to say your name. You have to say your name. However. And some people give a fake name. Okay, but I want, I want to really preface this here uh, in terms of the fake names that... You know, someone might be like goofy and say like, oh, you know, my name's Craig. I'm going to give them the name Greg. And he's going to say Greg instead of Craig. That's that's not funny at all. <laughs> what no, is funny <laughs> is uh, I, I've known a couple people besides, besides Richard who have worked at this attraction and have watched them at the computer go through some of the most ridiculous names. There are... So many names out there that from different countries and cultures that you would not even believe are in this computer that you could just randomly choose. And ET could be what? Smetlana. Oh, that's that's basic. Yeah. That's basic. You just gotta wait till they get into some I'm not gonna go there. Okay. It, it could let's get not, let's not go racially there. insensitive. Um what? really quickly going in some of them as Sound, there's there's a lot of things out there that would be like really stereotypical. Uh, a lot of the Japanese names are pretty pretty hilarious. Um, but yeah, so you know if you want to go Google like the goofiest names on the world in the world and try to find one, see if they have it at ET. There's a good chance they will, but then they won't have something basic like Jenny Lynn. Right, that's so. true. I don't know if they have Rhino. I doubt it. No, yeah. I don't think they do. I don't think animal names are. Catching on any time yet for, uh, well, for talk to my friend Hippo. He's names. gonna be pissed. <laughs> Here we go. Holding it back. God, I can't wait to see at what point people just shut this one off. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's just gonna be this. So you give them their. They, you give the you give the team member your name, and then they give you your passport card, and right. you proceed. Are you like Donald Trump up there? 
into you proceed into my the forest part, which is the cube yes and i love it because you're in the forest and it feels like the movie it this does. it's redwoods I everywhere love it these big trees and there's uh you know like et's communicating Speak machine with the speak and spell and the record player yes and what what does it say on the speak and spell I'm not into trivia. I'm not into that. I don't. Rem- I don't remember. We talked about it last time. It's not phone we did home. Not talk about it. Yeah, when we went on the ride together, you oh. you told me, but I I forgot. Maybe we did. It says help et. Poor guy. I thought it was going to be cooler than that. Sorry. And occasionally Sorry something fun you. happens in the queue if you hit it at the right time, right? But if the Botanicus dude is feeling up. up to it. Botanicus, yeah. yeah. He shows up on occasion in the queue. Why are you looking at me that I'm way? Keep, keep, keep moving cool. on. No, I no. That's it. You can you can elaborate. No, I meant like okay we, okay sorry. <laughs> I, so I, thought you were, I felt like anima- you were still going to say more about the queue. Uh, oh, let's no. let's just break this down really quick and easy. I like how it smells. Why is the, yeah, there we go? Sorry. It smells like shaving cream. That's, <laughs> but that's why I told you to keep going. Okay, sorry. <laughs> told you to keep we, going. We got there eventually. The only point about the queue is that it smells good. Mm-hmm. I don't even care about the props, any any of the crap in there. Yeah, it's nice. It's dark. But it's the point is, it smells like an actual forest. Mm-hmm. And not like Does a it? real actual forest. It doesn't smell like barren deer poop. <laughs> it smells like nature. It does. It smells amazing. It's a really, really fun place to be. You know, Rhino had a good idea once when we all went, and he said they should take out the the queue barriers. All the stanchions. And rent that place out to have, like, catered dinners in it. Oh, I would sign up for that. Me too. So fun. Me too. Anyway, sorry to get so excited about a queue, but it's kind of impressive. (laughs) No, 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 absolutely. So then from the queue, longest description ever, then we (laughs) go... We actually board our bikes. Uh, before you board the bike, you have to hand over your passport card. Mm-hmm. You know, before you... That's how it works. In these Universal Studios Floridas. Um, and the bikes, there's three rows of bikes, four across. So one of the things while I was a kid, and I was always watching Nickelodeon and saw, like, the commercials for Universal Studios Florida, I thought it was, like, you each got on your own individual bike and well like the you rode off by yourself the map photo is like four yeah. four individual bikes and the kids are riding together exactly right? this is not the case it's it's all one i mean think about peter pan's flight in a way except there's an arm extending down and then there's four bikes across instead of a pirate ship and you're right. each in four bikes across bikes three on rows a platform back. yes thank you that, no that pedaling required four bikes in each row on a platform that is suspended by a bar in the back. Yes. Perfect. And at the very front is a basket. Yes. This is one of my favorite parts besides the queue. There's a basket in front of all of in in front of one of the bikes. And mm-hmm. um you know little blankets and everything. Do I talk about the surprise right now or not yet? You you can go in. I mean, it starts off whenever the okay, ride guys, starts. Okay, guys, it's so. just really super cute because every time your bike uh, like takes off in the air and or something's happening, ET pops up out of the basket. His little head is there and he's so cute and yeah. he's, you know, helping your bikes fly. He's exactly. there until you Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, he's the, there the from whole first part of the ride until mm-hmm. The other part. Uh, And as we talked about before, what confused JL so much is that it starts off where 
the the police are chasing right. you and ET, and uh, it's a high speed bicycle chase. Mm-hmm. And by high speed, I mean this thing is so slow that <laughs> you. I I think everyone could get out and walk faster. <laughs> Possibly, yes. Um, it's so slow moving but and, just when they're about to get you but with this uh, uh, sorry I've, I've got to go even more on this because okay. of, uh, we've talked about et on the show before a lot uh it's a bad acid trip once it gets to a certain but, section but, no, but yeah, yeah the yeah. first part is just so incredibly cheesy like one of the portions during the chase, you the bikes land on the top of a cop car. Whoa! And, they're flying! Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> and like the sound effects are just, you know, with how fast it would be moving if you bumped off a roof. That's what the sound effects like. But you go down so slow and hit on the, <laughs> it sounds just, like it sounds like a body oh. fell out and hit the <laughs> roof, <laughs> like someone toppled out and hit the cop car. It's just it's all off. It's all so <laughs> yes. off. And then once you actually start flying up, it's just you know it's all happening so slow but then finally you get up into the stars and you know and et pops his head out and he's so cute yeah and et's with you through all that well they do a great like fun effect because like the so you're sitting in the baskets in front of you and et's there with you and there's like a scene where somebody's like filming like a news reporter's pointing the camera at you and so it sees et and you see his face like whoa and yeah and he he's with you until you hit the planet yeah, and then, well, obviously, you make it back to the green planet after uh, traveling through some sort of space-time continuum, I think. Is after the, you've taken those Woodstock pills. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you get to the green planet so freaking quick. But without somehow, oxygen. Yeah, without. It, it just, I'm, I'm sure it makes sense. I'm sure. He's got, he's got a finger that heals things. I think them kids yeah. on the bikes get into the planet. We're, we're in that point. Yeah. So you get there. Botanicus says, you know, save it. Everything's really like, Deep there's go. lots of like steam shooting out and it's mm-hmm. very decaying. It's very dying. Uh, it's just, it's almost like, uh, it's almost out of like a post-apocalyptic okay. alien you're, world. You're Everything's wilting. and It's just, it's gross. And so E.T., he, he uses his magic touch. He got the magic Well, you forgot touch. the part where we meet all of his friends. That doesn't happen totally yet. Weird. That doesn't happen yet. Well, he has to save them. Magic touch, and then they're all waking up, and that's when you meet the friends. Okay. Because it's dead planet as you make the corner, and he goes, go to Tika. And as you turn, <laughs> it's on the wall is like all these LED lights, and it's his finger has now touched the planet, and it like goes across the wall. And as you're turning, that's when you start meeting like go to Tika. The... Uh, Welcome home. Oh, you See, have a ride. This is the part of the ride I don't like. Well, that's. It's I mean, just really this is trippy and weird, and his friends are ugly. And I don't like the one that has like a a human doll face. Yes. That, yeah. Like, is that Gertie or what is her name? No, Gertie is Gertie's sister. Drew Barry. Sorry. Who is? What's her name? She's um, Mike, the older brother. She's just a weird, scary, creepy thing. Who said you guys could order a pizza? That's and my favorite quote. He's just, yeah. I don't know. I don't well, like that part. It's just weird. And it, I feel like it takes away from the classic um, awesomeness of the actual movie, which is why I'm so, like, well, really disappointed now because you guys tell me that the part of the ride that I don't like, the ending, is actually part of the whole ride in a whole new story. I hate to break it to you, but the story of the ride is actually, like, the story of where this 
the movie started from. The movie, I'm sorry, the movie Poltergeist, I think, is where E.T. originally, like, they were writing this movie, and then it sounded like whatever, and then they turned it into Poltergeist, and then E.T. became, like, friendlier. There's a whole story about this, but one of the original stories for E.T. was the kids do go back to the planet, and they help with him with the planet. Um, I don't remember if that was, like, a proposed sequel, or if that was in the original plot, like, he brings Elliot back, or something like that. It was really out there. (laughs) Very bizarre. Like, when you read about, like, Back to the Future was originally fueled by, like, Coca-Cola or something like that. Like, it was one of those moments where you're like, what were people doing in the 80s that they were like, yeah, let's put this on a piece of paper and somebody will pay us to to have this here. So, it's it's really, really trippy. Oh, the acid trip is just fantastic. Uh, water starts shooting out everywhere. <laughs> For some reason, uh, well, he's healed. Well, I guess yeah. The steam turns into water with mm-hmm. ET's healing touch, and there's so many ET babies just <laughs> frolicking and bouncing around. And the ET babies are cute, except for the fact. And again, I love ET. We all love ET. Uh, let's vote right now. Should it be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Although I'm so heartbroken today. Okay, we'll, we'll deal with that in therapy or something <laughs> later. Uh, but so then, I mean, they're all there. And then, so Rhino talked about the music. It's it's going through all the musical mm-hmm. cues. Somehow these freaking E.T. babies know the, the theme to E.T. So they're all like bouncing <laughs> up and down. <laughs> like, how the hell do they know the it's song? Really no, weird. that's how it's like. It's like on this recent episode of the X-Files, Mulder's ringtone was the X-Files theme song. And you're like, was that a what phone was that pre-programmed on? And there's another movie that oh, Spider-Man Two with Andrew Garfield. His ringtone is the and I'm like, I there's a part of me that hates when they do that, but I'm like, they can get away with it because it's technically maybe that's why John Williams decided to compose the score because that score is E.T.'s Homeworld theme. Like that's their song, so now it's in the score. You know what I mean? You got to reverse engineer it. Nope. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, so they know it, and that's why it's E.T.'s theme. Like, but nobody it's, in it's the like movie the, actually acknowledges that there's music playing. That's only something for the audience to hear. Right, it's non-diegetic sound. But, like, the the the, it's hard to explain. I need a piece of paper. I can't show it to you right now. That's how I gonna, justify those stupid moments in movies like again. that. But for a different reason. So E.T. saves his <laughs> his home planet, the green planet. And as you make your way back to Earth, E.T. says goodbye to everybody. However, it's a good thing you gave your name on that passport card because E.T., when working properly and the whole system's working properly, he will he will say goodbye to you by your actual he name. He will say your given name. Yes. And it's always in a random order. However, they put the cards in the computer, so they're supposed to do it. You know, so that way it lines up by front row, then, and sometimes they screw up and it bounces all around. And uh, most of the time, you don't really hear your name unless you get lucky and it's like only two or three people on the entire ride. And then it's like, oh, yes, I know that you're actually going to say it because cause there's just a couple of us and he can fit it all in. It's really, <laughs> it goes really fast whenever he has to try to say 12 names. You actually at have once. to kind of pay attention to it because, I mean, and look for it. I didn't even realize he tried to say names. Like, I think the 
first two or three times I rode the ride. Wow. But apparently there's been stuff about this ride that I've been missing all along, so maybe that's not surprising to anyone. Well, there, I mean, the ride, the names don't always work, and there was a period of time last year for a long time where they were updating the name database, and so... You didn't get that a passport or anything. Yeah, there was no passport, nothing like that. You just rode the ride itself. Um, so let's be honest. Again, we've already... we've said a lot about it here a a whole lot about it while saying nothing at all really but it's a simple ride this is classic this is this is is. as classic as you can get it's it's one of those so bad it's good the animatronics are terrible by the way we didn't we didn't mention that yeah they're just like really terrible ones All the people, <laughs> well, like especially the people ones in the forest, they're just like super horrible. It's like go go walk through the lobby of Gringotts and then go right oh, after and see how far Universal has come. Yeah. in twenty five years. No, but it, there's there's just parts of it that are still pretty great. I mean, the effects are not realistic. Like for example, when you're when you're supposed to like rush through the the bushes and the whole hedge just goes. Foomp. You know, it's not, I don't think it produces quite the effect that it's supposed to. But again, that goes along with the cheesiness and terribleness of the rest of the ride. But you love it. And then you're flying through the air and you see a silhouette of you and E.T. on your bikes and the moon. And there's that music and you're looking over the city with the lights. And it's all kind of beautiful in a way until you get to that weird, creepy acid trip of a planet. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's classic universal in a terrible way but i don't even think it's classic well yeah i do think it's classic universal universal. i was gonna say i wouldn't even limit it to that i think it it's classic it is classic dark ride in terms Mm -hmm. of any any theme park out there that's true uh to to one day lose et which i hope it's not in our lifetime i'm already prepared for it to happen uh, I don't want it to happen. I, I think it will happen at some point, but it would it would be a great loss. It would it would be the equivalent of if Peter Pan was stripped away from every Disney park yeah, uh, that on that level. Just I mean Disneyland and Walt Disney World in that sense. Uh, it would just it would be losing something iconic. And uh, for as, as willing as Universal is to change and update and keep along with the trends, uh, I, I think part of them would die if they ever gave up something that was original, where they originally came from. But and, their issue is going to be they, they've run into a corner now because of where it's located. Yeah. So, like, they can't – it would be very weird to move around it. You know what I mean? It, otherwise, it would just be this building in the middle of a section that doesn't make any sense. I know. And I'd I, say turn it into a classic – Universal section, throw do the museum back there, or do a throwback other Universal stuff back there with it, and then it makes sense and it fits there, you know. Yeah, it's it, they they have to find a way to hold on to it. I'm ET's not going anywhere as a movie. I know, granted, it's not that old in the grand sense of film, but uh, I mean the story's just timeless. And as you said, you cry every time you watch it. Mm-hmm. I. God, that movie's almost Every time it's him and Elliot standing outside of the ship at the end and come out stay. Okay, that's oh Stitch. My I don't gosh, know what that was. That was such was. a good impression. No, that wasn't. That was Stitch, is what no, you just did. Do that it was again very for me. Good. No, Stitch is more spunky, more playful. 
Do it for me again. I want to hear it again. I'll be right here. My stitches. Do me a stitch. <laughs> stitch. Okay. Hold on. I haven't done stitch in a while. Or Hannah means family. That's a really good family stitch. Means nobody they gets sound the same to me. Or forgotten. <laughs> He's more breathy. He's more airy. Yeah. That's pretty great. Okay. So, <laughs> impressions of <laughs> fictional characters aside. <laughs> it was good. I almost cried again. I. Again, different reasons, so. though. Oops. Oh, okay. I. I was trying to find the scene. Oh. To, to give us a little. Okay, well, I'll we'll be. Let, we'll buffer. Moment. <laughs> you know what? We didn't talk about after the ride's over. Oh, yes. The the opportunities in a gift shop. Mm-hmm. So you empty into this gift shop full of plush ETs that are occasionally um, shoplifted <laughs> or attempted anyway. But the really, um, really cool part is, is you can take your picture with ET in the toy closet um, he's all dressed up like he is in the movie. Mm-hmm. This one's from the movie, not a sequel or continuation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's got the wig on, and he's got the dress-up clothes from E.T. Where, and drag. Mm-hmm, from when Gertie dresses him up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the stuffed animals and stuff behind. And you can get in the closet with him, and they take your picture. And if you don't want to buy the picture, the team members are very happy to use your phone camera yep. and take the picture for you so you have it for yourself and you can also take a bike picture in the gift shop as well too with you on that that. yeah that one usually has a longer line i like et in the closet because it's funny because (laughs) et's in drag in the closet it's just it's doing his best lady gaga impersonation (laughs) and then i i usually typically when i go to universal for no one who's seen me there uh when i know i'm specifically doing this i always go wearing the long johns like uh elliot Elliot. wears in most of the movies so do you put your red hoodie on What's that? Do you put your red hoodie on? Obviously. Well, no, because he's just wearing jeans in that. I do. You know how oh, when he's right, in the yeah. house most of the time, he's just wearing his, his like, long John oh, underwear. Oh, God. That's his oh, reaction. Oh, God. Elliot. up. I'm going to. It's pretty good. No. Oh, I lost the sound. How did that happen? Okay. Here you go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Brace yourself. Um. Enough crying. <laughs> I'm going to get myself going. Yeah, I think we all got there. <laughs> I wish we could have faded out to that part. That would have been a great. God. Yeah, we all, we all got away. I know what I'm doing for my I afternoon. Think I'm just crying now because JL's crying. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God. So good. I hate that when the mom comes out and she's got to do her kneel down. <laughs> Yoda's in the movie, <laughs> not in the ride. I think, I'm but ET is also in episode one, The Phantom Menace. Yep. So, <laughs> at the end of the day, I we've already said it. We've already voted. ET should be in the Universal Hall of Fame. Totes. I guess this was more of just us being able to sit back and appreciate ET for what it is for a while, which sometimes we just need that. We need yeah. to appreciate the. It's one of those rides that's like it's a don't. It's a, I know it's by today's comparison of what people are looking for for a, a theme park. Like, but this is one of those rides that like you should do. 
if you've never been before or if you have been before, just go and revisit it. Like, it's great. And I, it's one of the, my first memories at Universal was this and Back to the Future. But I specifically remember being a little kid and I got the coolest E.T. shirt at Universal when I was a kid. And I left the G-Darn sticker that they had put on me at Universal here. And my mom put it in the wash. And I, I only got one wear out of that shirt. But I kept it for so long because I was just like, I love E.T. And my mom ruined my shirt. <laughs> good story to go out on mm. here so uh we'll open up voting on disboards.com so that way everyone can vote on et being in the hall of fame again we don't even need to there's there's no point in it everyone's gonna vote for it anyways if there's any if a-holes don't, out there we, don't, then we uh we'll Death find you to you all if you don't queue up our liam neeson i will find you <laughs> <laughs> I will kill you. I want to like try and cut together something now with like E.T. and William Neeson that can summarize their feelings about this episode. Like just, just mash up at the end yeah. there. Someone out there, we don't have enough time to do it. So no. someone else there, go make an E.T. Uh, Lee take Neeson mashup. Take in mashup. Um, <laughs> do it for us, please. We need it. Uh, but thank you all for uh, putting up with us on this, uh, this wild adventure that we just went through. E.T.'s wild adventure. <laughs> That'll be the sequel of the sequel. He gets drunk uh, in that one, too. Please make sure you go out there and subscribe to us on YouTube uh, to stay up to date with everything that we're doing. YouTube.com slash Disunplugged as well as YouTube.com slash WDW Info. Uh, and then uh, follow us on all of our social media channels. Um, and if you need any help finding any of those things out there, go to Disunplugged.com. That's our show notes page. That's where you'll see absolutely everything uh, that we do in the Disunplugged slash Dis everything everything at all uh, also for anyone out there who's interested in uh helping write and contribute articles for universal uh we are still looking for uh contributors to help out and uh help populate our universal section of the site uh with anything creative out there that they might want to do so there'll be a link in our show notes uh Maybe where you somebody can, can write an article explaining to the world the storyline behind the E.T. ride for those of us that have been confused all these years. Yeah, well, Steven Spielberg has that in his head, and he's not giving that up. <laughs> That's It's not coming out of that vault. Um, but yeah, so we, we are looking for contributors. If you want to sign up, click the link in the show notes whenever you find it, um, and we'll do that. And then everyone out there who's watching this uh, on YouTube right now, if you're listening, don't worry. If you're watching, go ahead. If you liked it, hit that thumbs up button that's uh, right down below our talking heads. And uh, let us know with some feedback in the comments section. Uh, also, leave feedback on iTunes. Pretty please. Pretty, pretty, pretty please. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. Really do. It's not sarcasm. Thank Came you. Came off that way. Thank you, Steve. Um, <laughs> um, and <laughs> fantastic. So <laughs> that's going to do it. Thank you all again. Hey. We're going to be done. We're done with this episode. We're <laughs> absolutely done. So we'll be back with you next week uh, to hopefully talk about Mardi Gras. And our New Year's resolution. And our New Year's <laughs> resolutions. <laughs> See you, everyone. <laughs> Remember, E.T. is universal. <laughs>